Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with Comic Chloe Michaela. Chloe Michaela, how the hell are you? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> good. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we follow her everywhere. She's ChloeMichaela.com, which is just choice real estate. Chloe underscore Michaela on Instagram <laughs> and also on Twitter. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe underscore Michaela. There's only one funny Chloe Michaela worth following on social. So she has that. <laughs> she, has, she has those. But also, my best friend is Black Show. And that's my, on Instagram. It's my best friend is Black Show. Is that uh, still going? And, and when's your next show? And what's kind of the what's oh, the, yeah. what's the through line on who you're booking for that? Are they black? Yeah, so we're still going. We just celebrated our one year anniversary uh, this past October. Congratulations! Um, thank you. Not enough yeah, people we're... are congratulating you for that achievement. I mean, to put on yeah. is it is it weekly, monthly? Yeah, so it's a monthly. Uh, we do have a residency on the south side of Chicago, and our final show, our tentative final show with them, uh, will be December sixteenth at the Arts and Public Life. Uh, but we do have a monthly show, the fourth Thursday of every month at eight o'clock at the Lincoln Lodge here in Whoa. Chicago. Uh, yeah, I hear that's yeah. pretty awesome. I just talked with Luke Ipsum, and he said the Luke Lincoln Lodge is the is the place to be. Oh no, yeah, it's the number one place that I recommend for anybody coming in to see a comedy show. And where is it? Because, yeah, when I was in Chicago, I normally tried to live Belmont Broadway and East Lakeview. Where is it compared to there? So it's like south. Oh, God. Southwest of that. It's in um, it's in like the Wicker Park area. It's right uh, off of uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. So it's near the Western Blue Line. That's where it's hip. That's where all the the hip uh, the hip creatives hang out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that's where they are. They used to though. I found out because I only lived in Chicago now for like three years. But they used to be um, more on the north side at the Newport Theater. I believe is where they used to be at. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, now they're they're down there. I see you were uh, on a Keenan Thompson show at the Laugh Factory. Is the Laugh Factory at Belmont Broadway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's where they are. There you go. Because yeah, I still I still have never been there. Is it a good venue? Yeah, no, it's a good venue. I just did uh, a show there uh, on Thursday, which was a really dope show. So yeah. Now, now when Keenan Thompson presents, is Keenan is Keenan actually there? <laughs> no, he was not there. Come on, no, no, no. come on. No. Well, well, he's not going to be on my best friend is black show. Let me tell you. No, no. I mean, if he, if he, if, if he can't show up to that show, I mean, yeah. What, is, what, what qualifies, what qualifies uh, Keenan Thompson to be on my best? No, I'm just kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. If you want to be on the show, just let me know. Let us know. <laughs> we'll put you on there. Well, we're, well, we're going to like Chloe Michaela. Now, in addition to being funny, she evidently knows about Game of Thrones and House of Dragons and she's going to teach it to me because I've never seen a single episode. And I don't know that I I, I really will unless Chloe oh. McKay, unless Chloe McKaylee gets me to somehow to what subscribe to HBO Max is that where it is now? Yeah, it's on it's on HBO Max. Yes, yes, yes. yes okay, yes, now yes. is one show good and one show bad? What, is House of Dragons a yeah. spinoff, and is it is it lesser than the original? So, in my opinion, yes. Um, and I just want to say too, like I I am one of the fans that like. <laughs> I'm always a fan of the TV show, but like, I've never read the book. So like Harry Potter, I think I only read one book, but I love the movies. Yes. And like for Game of Thrones, I never read the books, but I there were books. love the TV show. Yeah, there were like okay. thick ass books that like George R.R. <laughs> Martin like still hasn't finished. Oh, yeah, up, that's the apparently. problem. There are thick yeah. ass books. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't have time for that. But like, if you <laughs> make it into a TV show, I will absolutely watch it and dissect the shit out of it. Okay. Um, but Game of so, Thrones, that was that was probably a favorite show of yours. Yeah, and like, okay. what's so wild is I'm I'm like a later fan, right? Like, I didn't. I'm so I get now I think it's I get anxiety when like there's like a big hype around something so I have to wait for it to die down a little bit exactly and I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until January of 2019 before the eighth and final season was set to come out wow did you catch catch up in time for the controversial finale oh absolutely I watched the finale like in real time and I was like screaming I was screaming at the television I was mad I was angry I was like you all spent two years to produce this bullshit yeah so why was was everybody so pissed did it not tie up loose ends or did it tie them up in a way that was unsatisfactory it tied them up in a way that was unsatisfying and it just felt like it was rushed and (sighs) i and apparently how how did it seem rushed was it low quality or just poorly written both like so first of all apparently hbo offered them like 10 episodes because normally in a season it's like 10 episodes um but these writers decided to squish it all into eight episodes where some episodes were an hour and a half long okay it was unnecessary and the the biggest like battle sequence between you know uh humanity against like the dead you know the the white walkers um you like couldn't really see it because it was just very dark (laughs) It was it was truly literally dark color it was truly literally dark like it was oh. very hard to see what was happening half the time i wonder why that was i mean so was we also think that inf- was so it was so rushed where the special they were like these special effects blow we have to darken this shit i have no fucking i mean it's it started it started like a downhill turn with like season six and like i don't want to say like too in defense of the writers but george like i think I think it's at the end of season five or the beginning of season six is like when the books stop. So essentially everyone had to kind of, yeah. So like George R. R. Martin was like, yeah. Did he stay involved though? Yeah, he stayed involved, right? He kept catching checks. Yeah. Then the bitch at the end, after season eight came out and everyone was pissed about it, he literally came out and was like, yeah, that's actually not how it's going to end in the books. And I was like, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're what a lot were of I understand consult for that is a that is a I, throwing them under the bus after no they cast their checks. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was bad, but I okay. yeah, but I didn't even know there's yeah. an undead, and so like I I thought it was just some sort of uh, medieval war thing that has a little person in it, Peter Dinklage, who I can um I'm just not like I've seen him in comedy, and I just don't like can take him seriously drama wise. But that's that's my that's my own that's my own red wagon. Like, oh. really, like I, I think uh, that's a I think probably if I watched it, I would love it and him. You would, but yeah. So like, at what point did they introduce undead, or was it always there? Like I just thought it was like people, living people fighting against living people. I think if I'm trying to remember correctly, so there. Okay, so there was always no. They actually introduced. Yeah, they do introduce them, I believe, in the first episode. Um, I mean, I don't want to offer any spoilers for you if you're gonna like watch it. Yeah, yeah, we'll but, see. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how good it. Yeah, we'll see how good the the Chloe Michaela defense they, is. Yeah, yeah, but I, they, they do introduce it. Uh, but it's just like how they, it, it's just like a little drop. They they like hint at it at the beginning, and it's kind of just like this whole like if you heard the phrase like winter is coming. 
winter is coming okay so like that you hear that in like the first episode and it's like after they first introduce you know the dad so it's kind of like what's cool is like it's like this looming thing over like you know a lot of the characters but specifically the ones in the north and then you have like the bougie people that like live at the capital like in the south that like can't be concerned with with, with anything at all okay. um, and that's like where you're first introduced to peter dinklage's character but like why um you know what is the justification for having undead in there is it that the, i don't know like they were successful with witchcraft to bring people back no so it's like oh i don't want to like spoil it for you but there, there's actually a reason as to like why these creatures were created and it's okay. ba- ba- basically uh humanity forced the hand of these um like magical children creatures to so basically like humanity because we are terrible people we're like hunting down what were called like the children of the forest and the, yeah the, these like innocent like little like sprite like creatures so like humans were hunting and killing them oh for gosh. god knows what reason so in order to like defend themselves these children of the forest created the white walkers like out of humans essentially like they uh. they like shoved what's called like dragon glass into them anyway created these characters but then it just kind of got out of hand <laughs> <laughs> oh shit and, you're shoving this yeah. dragon glass into people to see what happened oh man that's yeah. real quickly <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not I'm not even blaming the children of the forest because uh, I was like, nah, humans humans created this mess and now they have to like undo their their bullshit. But like okay. that's not even the cool part. The cool part are dragons. Yeah, so tell me, okay, now dragons are fake from what I've heard, like yeah. unicorns. And so how? But the Loch Ness monster is real. I just want to <laughs> plug that that the Loch Ness monster I mean, is so real. So like, uh, what like you know? So they summon magical creatures. This dragon. I mean, like, what's to stop them from bringing back unicorns in, in Loch Ness? But I guess Loch Ness is, of course, real. Like, what was? Is is it just a? We're supposed to suspend disbelief and believe that this is a world in which there are dragons, which are what fire breathing, yeah. fly, flying things. Yeah, I okay. mean, what? So in so in Game of Thrones, you know, this is like years and years and years and decades after, like all the dragons have been destroyed, supposedly, right? Because huh. In, in House of Dragons, I think it goes back like 175 years or something before we start out with Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a prequel. And yeah, it's a prequel. Oh. So you see all of the dragons and like they are like hatched from these eggs and like they have these connections with the with the Targaryens and um, which is like a family. And then I forget. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting. But so in Game of Thrones, they like most of them were extinct by extinct by then. But there was some sort of woman who could su- summon a dragon or two. Yeah. So it's like Daenerys, who's like the last Targaryen alive from like the Mad King, and everyone's like, "Ooh, all the dragons are dead." But here are these dragon eggs, and she's just like, "You know what? I'm I'm the I'm, I'm the Fire Lady Dragon." And then she appears out of this like. <laughs> She's a fucking crazy bitch. She walks into this flaming pyre with these three dragon eggs. And everyone's like, no, don't do it. And she's like, fire doesn't burn me. And then afterwards, she is revealed naked with these three dragons that have hatched. And everyone's like, holy fuck. She is the dragon queen and has these three dragons. So she's like a more immortal where she can walk through fire. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, let, me, now, let me tell you, dumb. Chloe. I think I might have seen her naked. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I hope it didn't spoil things. Oh, Amelia Clark. I, I think I might have seen that scene already. And now that you, now that you mentioned that she was new, I'm like, yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen that five seconds before. Wow. Um, but it would be hilarious if she just burned alive in the fucking the last three dragon eggs. Yeah, and they were just like, died. oh, the series is over now. So like, why? <laughs> so I mean, I guess that you know leads me to the question. You know, did the series actually end such that there could not be a sequel, and that's why? there was a prequel and tell me where the prequel falls short of people's expectations no there could be a sequel i just don't know if like people care there was talk of like there was a really uh beloved character Arya stark everyone loved her you know there was maybe talks of like people wanting to like see where her journey led her but like i think people were kind of just like wiped by the end of Game of Thrones, that <laughs> the they were like, that, we don't. The characters, right? Yeah, okay. like we don't want to know what happens after this whole entire shit show. Okay. But there was um, intrigue. I think. I mean, I the reason I was intrigued by House of Dragons because now it's just like, okay, let's see what led up to these events. Like, let let's see where the dragons came from, the Targaryens. Like, let's see what the world was before all of this fucking turmoil. And, and that's what essentially give me, give me some fresh blood in there. Yes. Too, right? yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which like the acting in this, I will say is amazing. Really? It's better. Oh, they were yes. able to, because of their uh, uh, prestige and, and the later out in the game of Thrones, they were able to recruit the best of the best, the best of the best, yeah, unknowns, I, which is the best. I would even say that it's better because the acting in game of Thrones, I mean, was, was amazing. The acting in Game of Thrones was amazing. Um, House of Dragons is also really good, but is there a bunch of blonde people? That's what I see the most. Or am I thinking oh, about course. the other the other show? Because wasn't there another prestige show that kind of did a spinoff that people were disappointed in? Or am I only thinking of House of Dragons? No, maybe. Dragons I mean, we're always going to be disappointed. <laughs> yes, but it was all the yes. blonde people. Yes, yes. Again, are they the Daenerys? Whatever is, I, I would say Daenerys uh, Thomas because that's NFL, right? Well, all their God, all of their names, they're they're all the same, like in different it's like Daenerys, Rainies, Renera, all I it's hard to keep I don't even fucking know. I sometimes I'm just like, you know what, the daughter of this guy over here is Matt. Like that's how I have to describe it sometimes. And it was a big um, with childbirth scene and incest stuff. So like what's making it good and what's yeah. making it not so good? Well, the acting I just, is fine. If the acting is cool, then obviously dragons are cool, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm here for the dragons and I'm here for like, I'm how they ended this season really is like, oh shit, I'm like almost this season felt like very lengthy exposition, is what I'm gonna say. So, less less action, like they're telling instead of doing, yeah, and like showing more, uh, they're what you should show and not tell, but they're telling instead of showing. Yeah. And it wasn't until like halfway through this season where like stuff started to pick up. And then towards the end, it popped off and like the very final scene. And like that, that's what Game of Thrones is like known for is like one big surprising blow of a moment at the end of the season. And then they make you wait two years for the next season. Like that, that, that's actually how they keep you hooked. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but it, but it yeah, popped some off like, more often in Game of Thrones, right? Like there was just more action in Game of Thrones, right? And they lost the plot when they did House of Dragons. Well, I wasn't really lost the plot because like when I first was watching Game of Thrones, they definitely had exposition, exposition, 
And they did the same thing for the first season of Game of Thrones. I mean, how that shit ended, I was like, my jaw was on the floor because it's because Game of Thrones is known to, which is what I do appreciate. And I think is why they have so many people coming back. They are known to kill main characters and not give a fuck. <laughs> so you like, no, no, no one is safe. Like I was in Game of Thrones when a main character died, I was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, no, they can't just, yes. but they just. And that's what they do. They don't give a fuck. fuck. They're like, nah, fuck he's up. dead. We're going to keep up. moving. They yeah. They did that in Blacklist, yeah. and I was so pissed off. I mean, I love the yeah. Blacklist, and it's just like, I mean, you, st- you start to care about these motherfuckers, but then you realize by the end that what? Peter Dinklage and Maisie Williams are the only people who matter in that show? Yeah. Well, it's just like, how I mean, you... I, yeah. Where did they survive? Did Peter Dinklage survive, or can't you tell me? Yeah. No, no, no. He did. He did. What? He survived. Well, so I mean, yeah, like they dear. didn't kill off the, I mean, they didn't kill off the main, main characters, I guess, but you're saying there's so many main characters killing them off is easy for them. I mean, they, the, I mean, the, yeah, they, they killed off. They, there was a main character in the first season who was so pivotal. Actually, two main characters died in this first season. Yeah. And you were like, what? One of them, you were like, all right, I see that. Yeah, I love that. But, I love that because they're the serious creator. It's like you think they're pivotal, but no, like into the entire mm-mm. plot line of the entire series, these people are not pivotal. But to make you yeah. care, that means they're good writers and, and good showrunners, etc. So, I mean, I guess that brings out the question about Chloe Michaela's comedy, and that's how do you rope people in, keep them engrossed, so they're pissed off by the end when you reveal a character in your life is dog shit. Like, like what's your, you know, persona on stage? What kind of things are you talking about? And does it have anything to do with dragons and incest and little people? It actually doesn't all the time, which is why it's so wild. I just like, I don't know. I haven't, I, I didn't start stand up until after the season eight of like game of thrones right wow you started like, everything yeah. in life pretty late didn't you like because you, yeah, you waited until game of thrones right before what happened in life right before season eight of game of thrones that had you start starting game of thrones and starting comedy i don't i mean i was a i was an actor before i started i mean i'm still uh-huh. am an actor uh, but i was doing a lot of like comedy and in shows that i was doing and then i was like i'm just gonna do stand-up because i feel like i have like I'm always doing commentary and I feel like that's my stand-up style in general. Like I love, and I also love telling stories. So a lot of my stuff is like, I'm telling stories and then I'm like commenting, you know, on life or like on those stories. Um, So, so, so yeah, not a lot of, there was, I, then the sketch shows that I've done, there was, um, I did write a sketch uh, that did have incest and that was inspired from Game of Thrones. Because I was re-watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, because I rewatch Game of Thrones once a year because that's how much I love it. So I was re-watching it and I was in this sketch show and then I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to write a sketch inspired by Game of Thrones and I did that. So And how did it do? Yeah. Was, was the, it was great. Was the I mean, into it? If they love Game of Thrones, they should love your incest sketch. But, I mean, they they loved it because the, the the trick was like these two people were getting married, and then during our vows, they found out that these two people were brother and sister. <laughs> and then how did they react? <laughs> how, did they rea- how did they react to that? Yeah. They, did not, they did not get they, married. No, no. The, the the two people got married. The the priest that was marrying these two people did not know that we were brother and sister, so he was <laughs> kind of like shocked and he didn't know what to do. Okay. Um, but you know, we had hired him to marry us. <laughs> so he has to marry us um 
and the audience they 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 loved it once they figured like they put the pieces together there was a lot of like ooh, but then they were like laughing because like well that's cool that you kind of hit the ball until the end like the the, they're kind of slowly realizing that oh my gosh these people are brother and sister it's wonderful and so um but what you know you said you like commenting on things and so is some of your stuff i mean i guess stories would be personal but are you saying there's Mm -hmm. also kind of world you know observations about the world and if so, what's worth commenting on? Like, did you bring your uh, distaste for the first uh, episodes of House of Dragons into your comedy? Like, do you talk about talk about that on stage or no? Is it just more personal stories? I think it's more just like personal stories, unless I can like find some sort of like anecdote or like parallel um or like analogy with what i'm watching like i haven't necessarily found it yet with game of thrones but i'm also a huge gray's anatomy fan yeah um so definitely meredith gray's leaving huh god it's please don't i mean like what i love to be on gray's anatomy yeah is it really terrible right now also yes so yeah i mean i liked it at the beginning it was was pretty good it was pretty uh it was must-see television they also kind of roped you in with some action Mm -hmm. and some kind of character like we're gonna kill we're gonna we're gonna kill this character off (laughs) because he harassed the the gay guy on the show (laughs) like that's kind of where i got got off i think i think i stopped watching it about that time but shonda rhimes you know i think i also watched scandal for a while and so uh love scandal who's that white who's that white guy in the scandal crew that real uh he wasn't very talkative i think he's gay too like in real life um he wasn't very Uh, talkative what's his name oh um the guy i forget um his name he was good yeah, he played Huck. Um, no, he oh, was Huck, really yeah. good. Huck was good. And then yeah. um, uh, the president in Scandal, he was on Dexter. And uh, like, you know, very oh, briefly, God. he was a murderer on Dexter, which I, I watch Dexter all the time. But um, he was so charismatic as a therapist. I was like, man, this guy's got charisma oozing out his pores. You know, he's at- the voice of Tarzan, Tony really? Goldman. In, in the big yeah. Uh, cartoon? Yeah, in the, the, the cartoon movie Tarzan, uh, Tony Goldwyn is the voice of Tarzan. That blew wow. my mind. It was wild. Did you also know Mel Gibson is the voice of John Smith? I couldn't look at John Smith the same way anymore. I was like, ew. I mean, I shouldn't look at John Smith that way. But like when I first watched it, I was like, oh, John Smith. And then I thought I was Mel Gibson. I was like, ew, John Smith. You know, yeah. so that's it. That happened for but, me. but no yeah like at the scandal i think snl <laughs> snl did a sketch where it was carrie carrie washington and the fact that uh, once and the fact that whenever that president walked in the room she turned from like super confident super competent to super horned up you know just totally yeah. horny in about one second but that's you know that tony guys that you know he can do it man he's got charisma and it was just so fun to see he him. does because you're a shonda fan too and so you're saying that the series is is is, is shitty now and it's still going it's not it's not my it's not it's it fell off for me um when like big major characters started to leave so when sandra oh left sandra oh is my girl oh yeah she's my girl i love her christina yang she did an amazing move for her career i understood it her character was kind of you know coming to an end she left it after season 10 and then when um uh patrick dempsey left i believe it was at the end of or middle of season 11 and then sarah ramirez when they left it was just like a lot of these people leaving and i just my thing i'm just not invested in the characters and i appreciate the stories that they are telling because i believe that they're important stories to be told but i do not care about the characters on the show like i'm not except for 
uh kai and amelia shout out to er Fightmaster. uh they were a chicago comic they're amazing oh. um but that i care about their relationship anyone else i don't give a shit about <laughs> owen hunt owen hunt i'm so mad that owen hunt hasn't been killed off of this show no shade to that actor but i fucking hate owen hunt it infuriates me seeing him on that television screen i was like why is meredith leaving oh, i want owen to leave everyone sure. wants owen to leave that guy's still on there and yeah. so he's kind of he, he he's he's not very likable and his character isn't likable i remember him early on was he always a heavy was he always somebody we were supposed to hate he was always in the way he was all, and christina was like in love with him and i was yes. like why are you in love with this stop it yeah <laughs> but no, as an actor he's, he's probably fu- doing a good job if you're supposed to hate him right yeah no i mean as an actor i mean he's also scottish which i think is so cool because when you hear his thick scottish accent you're like okay what you're sexy now like stop it i hate you um but that show has such no, hot I mean, people on it like over time that justin guy what was his name what who was oh, the first okay, hot guy yeah. justin williams or something because he was a calvin klein model Ju- okay, yeah, Ju- Justin Chambers, who played Alex oh, Chambers, yeah, and then there was the other guy left. after yeah, him. Yeah, my- he was hot too. Who's the guy who had the? So there was McSteamy, and there no, was- not not McSteamy, McDreamy, the other guy. The other oh god, Deluca. Deluca no, he's, was he's hot. Like, he's a mixed race. He had a black wife. He dumped her when he got super famous. Who is that? Oh, guy? oh he's gorgeous. What the- oh, oh, oh Jesse, Jesse Williams. Williams. Yeah, so yes. Justin Chambers and Jesse Williams and some of the chicks yeah. on there. Like I'm straight, but I mean, I could admit that those dudes are hot, but some of the chicks along the way were just fucking amazing. And just like yeah. Chloe Michaela's comedy is amazing. So we're going to see her at the next My Best Friend is Black show. And when is that again? Yeah, so we have um, two shows this month. We'll be at the Arts and Public Life on December 16th at 8 o'clock. And that is a free show. Um, and then we will be back at Lincoln Lodge on December 22nd. Uh, and that'll be at 8 o'clock. And that is not a free show. But if you buy a ticket, it goes towards supporting Black uh, performers because we are the only all-Black comedy show in Chicago. And the only Black who is not welcome is Keenan fucking Thompson. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unless... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, Keenan, we want you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not that we don't want you, like, we want you, but like, so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, we follow her everywhere. It's Chloe Michaela pretty much on Twitter and Instagram, um, ChloeMichaela.com, but also my best friend is Black Show. Chloe Michaela, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me.